Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and with me in the studio today, I've got Chef Karima. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You are good, you're good. What kind of recipes are we making? Whatever you like. Okay, whatever I like? Whatever you like. Okay. <laughs> I feel like some bacon shark. I got you. You got me? But I, you didn't bring it today. Well, you didn't tell me that you wanted bacon shark. Oh, my so gosh. I didn't bring any bacon shark. Okay, so do you want to tell the listeners on how you decided you wanted to become a chef? Because it's an amazing story. It had its ups and downs. And I know you did have a restaurant in the pandemic, which is unfortunately closed. Yes. But Girl, you can cook. I, I thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, I can. And I'm grateful for that. How I got started. So the tagline is mom had me cooking since the eighties. So that's uh that's the tagline, right? And um but I started, you know, latch key, ten years old, you gotta take the the chicken out the freezer, you know, that the same story that many of us have. And then I one day I said, you know what, I wanna learn how to cook. First thing I learned how to cook was Trinidadian-style stew chicken. That's my story. And then I went from there. Not knowing that uh, that's what I wanted to do, I had my first child at 17, so I was on my own living with my son at 18. So all the little get-togethers were, were always at my place. So I would cook and before we'd go out or whatever. And still at that point, I didn't think I was going to be a chef. I went to I went to college for business. 2000, well, 1999, I got married. 2000, I'm home, third child watching TV, watching the Food Network, which was a new thing then. And I was watching Emerald, Emerald Lagasse, you know, and I loved it. I was like, wait, hold on a second. I do this already, so how come I'm not doing this and getting paid for this, you know what I mean? So I said, let me go to culinary school. And I went to culinary school, and Chef Crema became a thing in 2000. I became an entrepreneur full-time 2014. So Chef Crema Incorporated started in 2014. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm already hungry, listeners. <laughs> mm. So let's talk about some of this Trinidadian cuisine. Yes. Let's talk about the bacon shark. You love a bacon shark, eh? I do. I do. Okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Next time I make bacon shark, I'll make sure I bring you some. Okay. And listeners, if you don't know what bacon shark... Actually, let's say if there's listeners that don't know some of the Trinidadian cuisines, because not all of them are Jamaican. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> right? Well, bacon shark, it is actual shark. If you don't want to use that, you could use kingfish, saltfish. You could use whatever you like. But bacon shark is um, a very big staple in Trinidad, right? Um, and Tobago. So you get your shark, you get your fish, you fry it up, you season it up, you fry it up, you get your bake, aka float. Um, you make that, you have your condiments. I do mine with coleslaw instead of lettuce. You have your tomato, onion, everything like that. And then you have your shadow benny, your pepper sauce, and your tamarind sauce. You put it together, you bite it, and you're like in heaven. Look at your face. Look at your face. I know. Look at my face. <laughs> Listeners, my my mouth is watering as I'm hungry for that. <laughs> so, okay. So what else other Trinidadian, you know, dishes can they have? Let's say I am, I'm going to call, I'm going to say I'm a white guy. My name is Donovan. And I feel like, you know, some of this Trinidadian cuisine. Well, well I tell people my favorite dish isn't a dish, it's a meal. Sunday dinner. So Sunday dinner uh, it consists of macaroni pie, oh. Trinidadian style callaloo, which is different to Jamaican callaloo. I know, eh? Right. Um, stew chicken or stew beef, uh, fish sometimes, stew peas, potato salad. Okay. And that's just a basic one. That's not like, that's not holiday. That's just Sunday dinner. <laughs> 
Okay. So the white Donovan's hungry right now. Right? And <laughs> and that's so that's what I that's my favorite. If I had to what's your last meal? It'll be that will be my last meal. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um so what about the roti? Well, thank you. Roti? <sighs> I just had one yesterday, you know. Oh, okay. How was it? It was delicious. Okay. It was a nice, on a nice paratha. So this paratha, mm-hmm. aka bus up shot, aka bus up shirt, right? There's a whole song about that. Um, or there's dalpri, dalpri roti, which has, as people call it, dust. It's just split peas in the center. I like paratha better. That's my favorite one. And you just take it with your hand and you just eat it. Or you can have it wrapped and you can eat it whole like that too. But a nice curry chicken, bone in. Listeners are very hungry right now, okay? Now, what about the Polaris, girl? You know, you know what yeah, the Polaris? Yes, eh, I eh. do. Eh? Okay. I, I love those things with the, with the little dipping sauce. Listen, oh, Polaris, <laughs> that, that is a very time-consuming, it's easy to make, but it's also hard hard to make at the same time. Once you perfect it, you're great. Um, But Polaris is a nice uh, street food. It's a very quick snack. You can get like 10 for like a dollar. Well, maybe $2 now. Inflation. (laughs) Maybe $3. I know. Maybe $3 (laughs) now, right? Inflation is, oh, my goodness. But, yes, Polari is um, flour, chickpeas, some green seasonings, other little stuff in there. You roll it up. It's a whole process. Like You have to take it with your hand and do like like a ball, and then you dip it in oil. You fry it, and then you eat it with the tamarind sauce and your pepper sauce or your shadow benny. Ugh. West Indian background is a blessing. Right? It is. Right? With all those foods. Oh, my goodness. Gain a lot of weight. You can, or you could go for a walk. <laughs> As he pats his belly. <laughs> Your laugh is so infectious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you can. You were saying you can, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. But you gain a lot of weight, though. You, you could, mm-hmm. but for me, balance. Right. If you know you're going to eat this... Every day. Every day. In in like three meals a day, you're eating oh, like that. No, 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 no. You gotta go for a walk. Uh, you gotta uh, hit the uh, gym. Uh, you uh, have to do something. Uh, you have to stay active in some way. Exactly. Or else then you will be humongous. Yeah. And not mm-mm. Mm-mm. that don't look good, right? right? I know we need it summer. Okay. So let's say our listeners are hungry this summer. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm Kelly and I got a wedding. What do you call it? I'm expecting, you know, a baby and I'm getting married, right? Yes. What do you want to tell Kelly about some of these good West Indian foods? Well, uh, you can, there's so many things that you can get. Like, it's not just, I tell, I tell people all the time, our food isn't just Jamaican jerk chicken, Trinidadian and curry, Barbados and flying fish. Like, there's... We were occupied, oppressed, whatever, however you want to politically say it, by many different uh, people. We have the Dutch, the English, the French. We're African. Indians came over. Chinese came over. So there's so many different cultures that we have that there's more than just those three things. We have a plethora of food that I, I and I know some other chefs in the city and in North America are trying to like push it to get to that point where it could be just as big as Italian cuisine, French cuisine. Hello. Mm-hmm. The food's delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we don't have to make it gourmet, but it can be gourmet as well. Mm-hmm. Just do it up a little bit differently and you have a gourmet dish. So if Kelly is having a baby shower, Kelly can get some nice mini bacon shark mm-hmm. or saltfish. She can get some nice 
jerk chicken lollipop drumstick. They have that? It's a, it's a drumstick. Wow. You do it like a, so you, listen. Okay, explain. It, so you take the drumstick and you, to explain it, I, I wish it was a visual. You take the drumstick, you take off some of the leg, the, the meat from the leg, and then it looks like a lollipop. You wow. season it up. You bake it or you grill it however you like. If you want to jerk, barbecue, however you like, right? Mm -hmm. You could take a great, my favorite chow mein is Guyanese chow mein. You could have a wonderful, delicious chow mein. You could take flying fish from Barbados and, and you see, you hear the accent come out a little bit? That's okay. <laughs> you could take the flying fish from Barbados. You could take like, get a macaroni pie, but make it in a macaroni pie cup or a macaroni pie ball, which I do make, mm -hmm. right? You fry it instead of baking it. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. The spice is from Grenada. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, a girlfriend of mine is from Antigua. She, I don't like eggplant, but one of their main dishes is an eggplant tomatoes, like a stew. Mm -hmm. You can have it with saltfish or without. Let me tell you something. That stew eggplant with, with, with the saltfish, Antigua. Ooh. Antigua. And you know what? Let's let's go worse. Let's pretend we want to gain the weight, right? <laughs> let's get the fish cakes from St. Lucia. Hello. Oh. Yeah, I know, eh? Hello. Listeners, do you want to gain weight? Because I really want, don't care what I gain the weight right now and work that all off. Do you want to explain that? Do you make some good fish cakes? I make a nice fish cake, too. You know, I my my own is uh, definitely a Bajan recipe. Okay. I, so my grandmother is Bajan. Yeah. And my, my parents are from Trinidad. Yes. So I do have a little bit of that in me. So when I make the fish cakes, mm -hmm. I just make the, the Bajan style. Mm -hmm. But Trinidadians call it Accra. Mm -hmm. Jamaicans call it fritter. Yes. You know what I mean? So, and St. Lucians call it fish cakes. Hello. <laughs> but at the end of the day, mm -hmm. make that make that meaty with the fish. Don't come and give me all this flour and thing. I want I want to see the uh, fish. Uh, you know uh. what I mean? I want to see the fish. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the peppers and the seasoning. Don't give me all the flour. Don't do that. So if Kelly says, do you have a catering company? Talk to Kelly, who's listening yes, right Kelly, now, I about do the have a catering, catering company. company. It is Chef Crema Inc. Um, it's been around since 2014. 14 full time. It's a it's a lot to do being a entrepreneur. But yes, if Kelly wants to reach out, she can reach me at chefkarima@gmail.com or Instagram. I am I A M Chef Karima, and you can hit me up on there uh, or or Facebook or LinkedIn. <laughs> but yes, you could definitely contact me about catering. Like I said to you, I actually have one tomorrow. I have a couple more for the month, and um, it's great. I love it. I love cooking. I, I love cooking. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Now, in case Kelly wants to know, how come you don't have your own restaurant? And you and I were talking about this off interview. What had happened? Do you want to explain the story? Because Kelly's saying, "Wait a minute, girl. How come you don't have your own restaurant?" <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I had one. I opened it up in uh, October 2020 in the height of the pandemic. And it was good because it's a it's a restaurant. So we are essential. It's food. And uh, I didn't I made it to 11 months. January, someone stole our tablet. Uh, ending of March, a Saturday and a Sunday, two separate days. The restaurant got vandalized. They broke glass, the, the windows, the doors. It became um, not a labor of love anymore. It was very um, hurtful and stressful and very um, saddening. And is that a word? Saddening? Saddening, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I wasn't, I, I was sad when I had to close it. That, that's not what I wanted to do because you get to know the people, you have your regulars, you know? So I, I closed it down. I took a moment and I went back into my catering and I've been doing that. It's I still do everything but a restaurant. So anything you need, 
I do that minus having the overhead of a restaurant. Things are picking back up again. Thankfully, everything's open. People are able to actually have their baby showers, Kelly, or their or their or or their weddings or their engagement parties. So thank you for that. And and yeah, so you could just reach out like that. But yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. It was it was it was it was quite an ordeal. <laughs> I'm better now. Right. I'm much better now because things one door closes, another one opens, mm-hmm. or many doors open. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm a very positive person, but you know things happen. You get, get you get into a space, but you have to come out of that space. You know. Right. Right. And, right. and I, it took me. I that happened. I closed it in November. My birthday was February. Happy belated. Right. Thank you very much. But that that following year, I was like, you know what? I'm not bringing that energy into my birthday i didn't and as i as i switched it up everything started to flow again like it like it was before so as much as you're going through things you have to find the light and if you can't find it within yourself find it in a book find it in a journal write it out pray do something but don't stay in that sad part or else you're going to be there too long and become depression and then you know where that goes after that right yeah 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 now what if Kelly asked, do you think you're going to open up another one in the future if catering takes off and gets bigger, 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 and you start getting more income as an entrepreneur? People have been asking me, Kelly. <laughs> Donovan, people have been asking. <laughs> I don't know yet. Okay. It has to be it it have to be the way I would really want it. Cuz I never actually wanted a restaurant. I always want You know what I wanted? I wanted a banquet hall. Wow. <laughs> it can happen. Exactly. So it may not be a restaurant, it may be a banquet hall, it could be a, a food truck or 10. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know yet right now. I'm I'm good where we are. Everything is I I do a lot of work with the community. I do a lot of work with with the youth. I try to like give back as much as I can like on Thursday mornings I go up to Chester Lee there's a breakfast club program I'm up at 6:30 and I go over to Chester Lee and I cook for like 10 15 maybe 20 kids breakfast we get them lunch I like that stuff you know what I mean I like doing more of the community aspect of things with food especially for the youth them because a lot of them they're hungry mm-hmm. or they're going through stuff and and food is life without that mm-hmm. you know have it Yes. You know what I mean? You yeah. know what I mean? I didn't even know how to say that, but you know, I have it. You, you know, know what I mean? I have it at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I really try to give back as much as I can. And no matter what, I could be, I could have no money. I always have food. <laughs> and if anyone asks, they could always, they will always be able to eat. <laughs> so that's something I'm very big about to make sure that no one around me is hungry. Right. Basically. And what do you want to say to the listeners right now where they do feel hungry? They are going through a food crisis right now. What do you want to tell them? There there are places that are able to assist in that. And if you need to find it and you can't, hit me up as well. And I will find the people to to put you in touch with to get you there. There's a lot of programs but then if you don't know, you don't know, right? Right. So I can definitely assist in that way. And if it comes to the point where you need a meal, call me. I'll, I'll bring you a meal. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if your family's hungry, we can figure it out. There's always, you're not. You're, if you call me, you're not going hungry is right. what I'm saying. Right. Right. So. Right. Yeah. We, we don't want to go hungry. We shouldn't go hungry. <laughs> exactly. And inflation is... It's really tough right now. It's really, really, it's really, really hard. But again, there are places that are trying to work with those less fortunate, mm-hmm. or the income is not going with inflation. 
So hopefully those those organizations could help as well. Mm-hmm. And what do you want to tell the listeners that have not had that enjoyable experience of getting a nice West Indian meal? Maybe the food is cold, soggy, or it's not good. What do you want to tell them? Just there's there's so many places in the city. You can pick, choose, and refuse. Don't give up. Keep trying other restaurants, other caterers. You will find there's a place up by me. I love their curry goat. Shout out to Jamaica House. <laughs> <laughs> love their curry goat. I get it way too often. <laughs> but there's places you just have to pick choose you just have to go the same way that you 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 choose your outfit or you choose where you want to go shopping. Choose the restaurant, choose the chef, choose the, the the cooks that you are comfortable with. Just because their fried chicken might not be good doesn't mean that their stew chicken isn't good. Try try the menu. Try out the menu. Okay, you try that one. Try another one. There's many, many places. Um, just off of the top, there's a. am going to talk about these women. Sugar Cane is on Danforth. Edible Bliss, Bukong, that's a Haitian uh, fusion restaurant. That's also on Danforth. And then Simone's is an authentic Jamaican restaurant. If you want Ooh. authentic Jamaican food, nothing fusion, Simone's. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just me off the top, just right there, and, and I know them. Mm-hmm. Right, and I try to I try to call out their names as much as possible, and those are restaurants. Then there's Chef Lee, and then there's there's um, Chef Amanda. There's so many people in the city that if you don't find it in a restaurant, you could find it through a caterer. Mm-hmm. And then just try it. Try something different. And West Indians cook with spice mm-hmm. and seasoning mm-hmm. and pepper. Mm-hmm. So if you can't handle any of those three things, then I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, what do you want to tell the people who are not of West Indian background that want to try these dishes? Can they not add the spice? Can they get away with it? Or it's not going to taste no, no, the no, same? No, no, no. It's not going to taste the same. No, no. Okay. Are you going to ask an Italian not to not to put um, rosemary <laughs> or garlic in their in their food? <laughs> no, you can't tell that to no. No. <laughs> I want my garlic, Mr. Ita- Mr. Italian, in my lasagna. <laughs> okay. With my with my ba- um, basil. So if there's a white brother named Donovan, I have white blood, but I'm just using that in his example. <laughs> if there is a white brother named Donovan, you, if you don't like spices, I don't know what can they eat at then of West Indian. What then, do you ca- then they have to then they would have to hire a caterer where they can make their menu and fashion it towards their taste buds. Okay. You wouldn't don't go to a restaurant and look for that. Don't don't do that. Because they're not gonna they're not gonna make just for you. Right. So if you wanna still try it, get a caterer and then they can come and make it to fit your palate. Mm-hmm. Is what it's I would say. Too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but they can work with it, like right, you exactly. said. Exactly. They can work with their taste buds. Exactly. Come on, people. We all love spice. <laughs> Not too much spice, okay? Exactly. Not yeah. too much of that. It, 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 itching it. What do you yeah. call it? Next thing you know. But see, there's yeah. a difference between spice or, or, or hot Yeah. and then tasteless and hot. Oh. Like, you know, if it just you're just hot and sweating, mm-hmm. or you're hot and you're like, okay, this the, the still tastes good, though. You're going right. to struggle through it because, exactly. because it tastes good. But you don't want just, just heat for no reason. <laughs> you're sweating, that. and nobody likes to be hot in the summer, oh especially gosh. eating, too. Exactly. <laughs> and even in the summertime, West Indians love a Saturday soup, eh? Oh, yes. Okay. Mm. That's like, I think that's the whole of the islands. <laughs> Everybody has a Saturday soup. <laughs> doesn't matter. Now, what do you want to tell our Carabana lovers? Because Carabana is coming up this mm-hmm. summer. Yes, it is. What would Chef Karima like to tell them? Make sure you have food. 
stay mm-hmm. hydrated. Get a try and get a good meal beforehand. And if you if a mass camp doesn't have a caterer, you know where to reach me. Call a sister. You know, <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, for, for cause I played mass. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to eat some breakfast first and stay hydrated and then try and find some lunch. Most most of the bands bands have have um, food. So just make sure you, you eat, especially anyone that's new. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure you're, you're, you're definitely hydrated. Have fun and be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the entrepreneurs that want to become chefs, mm-hmm. but they're worried that, well, if I expose people to this, then they're not going to like my food. What do you want to tell them? They really want to become a chef. Constructive criticism is what you you want to go with, not people that are critiquing you to, to not follow your dream because there's people that will, will be naysayers because they don't understand it. That's not who you want to listen to. You want to listen to people that are telling you, okay, do it this way because it will help you this way. Now, I, I mentor a couple of people um, and I'm still, and I have mentors as well, right? Because I don't know everything. I'm still learning. I'm growing, right? And there's so many things that are happening. So if you're new and you're coming into this, make sure it's not an easy thing to do, especially as a woman. It's still a male dominated industry. One, if you're in a restaurant, you have to have thick skin because people are going to talk the way they're going to talk. Don't go crying and be like, oh my gosh, I'm sensitive. Stop it. You're in a kitchen. People are free. They want to be able to talk. Don't let anyone make you feel less than who you are. If you're not comfortable in a situation, don't stay or speak up about it. Um, Definitely find someone that can mentor you, which should usually be the head chef, the executive chef of whatever restaurant or business and pick their, pick, pick their brain and see what information they can help you with. And if that doesn't help, go online. You All mentors don't need to be people you actually see every day. Some of my mentors are, I don't know Gordon Ramsay. I don't know Emeril Lagasse. Oh. You know, but I see what they're doing and I pick, choose and refuse what I want to take from them and others, right? The, the ladies I named, those are people I go to about business or what are we doing in, in catering. Twist Catering is one of my girlfriends, Chef Latoya. She's in Scarborough. And like we talk about these things, right? So you definitely want to have a good foundation, a good head on your shoulder and ask questions learn keep learning i learn every day right so you have to definitely ask questions and don't be afraid of your power if you this is what you want to do if you choose cooking or whatever passion you want go with it and just keep following it don't let anyone else tell you you can't do that mm-hmm. because that's them telling you what they can't do right not what you can't do mm-hmm. you can't cook uh, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're just bad-minded and jealous. Exactly. No, for real. Some people are. Yeah. You know, and that's just cooking. That there's other, you know, any business. People yeah. are gonna be naysayers or tell you, you know, if you're if you are gonna try and be an entrepreneur, you have to be around other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything about anyone that's a nine to five. But their mindset is nine to five. Their mindset isn't entrepreneurial. And you don't have to just speak to anyone that's just a chef. Speak to someone that is a contractor, a construction worker, um, a radio host. Mm -hmm. Anyone that's in business for themselves can help you in some way, shape, or form. And and if you want to just do it as a side hustle, do it as a side hustle. And if you don't want to do any of those things and you want to be a nine to five, do that too. Right. But don't don't push your negativity on other people because you can't do something that they're trying to do right i actually have to go through that and I, and the, the young people i'm mentoring they're catching it earlier than than i caught it good for you and i applaud them for that i'm like good that you caught that first at this age at 20 at 25 and didn't have to wait till you're 35 40 good speak up say what you have to say 
and 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 keep it moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you want to cook, it's okay. Tell the listeners it's okay it's to okay. cook. It's okay. It's okay. Find a find a recipe and then make it your own. Mm-hmm. Recipes. No one owns a recipe. No, they don't. No. You can't. Okay. It's food. So I don't own the oxtail? No, you don't own the oxtail. I don't own the jerk chicken? You don't own the jerk chicken. I don't own the oxtail? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what I mean. The yes. Jamaicans own that oxtail. Right? That curry go. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? No no one person. So you yeah. take, you find your recipe, find one, perfect right. it, and then make it your own. Right. Add something. Take right. away something. Right. You know what I mean? Recipes are there to ha- Cooking is supposed to be fun. Yes. Safety, because a knife is not a game. It's not a toy. <laughs> And people, don't be using those knives in those kitchens when you're very frustrated with somebody. 100%. Please, please, (laughs) if you have a problem, talk to them. Don't just be getting the knife, what do you call it, and chasing them around because you want your point to um, come across a point that you're trying to make. And another thing I want to tell, and just let's say if it's not the best, like I wouldn't have an oxtail sandwich, for example, but I'm seeing a lot of recipes where people would. And, and well, you're cooking it down. I saw one and they're frying the oxtail. I'm like, you know how long you have to cook oxtail to then fry it? Because <laughs> they're frying it just off mm-hmm. the seasoning. Yep. I'm like, you can't eat that. That is hard. But you can make a mean, I make a mean oxtail mm-hmm. poutine. Oh, you do? Yes. And then if you get a nice, um, if you get, you you make the oxtail the day before. Yeah. That's your your your, your whatever dinner. Mm-hmm. Then you take the leftovers and you can make a nice sandwich, man, in a fry bake. Wow. What happened to you? Uh, you know, I, uh, you know what, you just, coleslaw? you just opened my mind nice, up. sir. Wow. Yes. So t- there really is an oxtail poutine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people do do that mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Well, jerk chicken poutine. Yeah, that, that is, mo- that's still more popular. Jerk chicken is just. Mm-hmm. It's chicken. Yeah. So anything chicken is more popular than anything else, right? Yeah. But a nice jerk chicken um, poutine or oxtail. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Listeners, aren't you hungry after this interview? I'm hungry right now. Maybe we can whip something up at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> next, time, next time. Next time. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms? I will do that again. So on Instagram, it is I-A-M-C-H-E-F-K-A-R-E-E-M-A. I am Chef Karima. Um, uh, email is chefkarima at gmail.com. Yeah, those are the best. Those are the two best ones. Yeah, just go with those two. <laughs> All right. Any final things you would love to tell the listeners about cooking, about recipes, about being an entrepreneur, etc.? Well, we have like a minute. <laughs> For me, being an entrepreneur is there's a lot of ups and downs, that's for sure. But as it's something that I love doing. I I cannot do anything else. I don't want to do anything else. And if that's your passion, if you know that's what you want to do, it is scary to go out and do it. But once you get your foot out there, you will be fine. And don't just do it for the money. The money will come. The money will come. The money will come. Do it because you love it. Whatever it is that you want to do, do it because you love it. And that is your passion. If you're not doing it for love, the money will come quick and the money will go quick. But if once you do it for love and that's something that you are passionate about, the money will come slowly and stay. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says your gift will make room for you in front of kings and queens, okay? There you go. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. I still feel hungry. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but when I make that bacon shark, I will let you know. You Trust. Call me, okay? I will call you. All right. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I would love to thank you. You can throw out your name again. Chef Karima. I'm hungry still. Listen. <laughs> listeners and thank you so much for listening to this episode listeners